episode is sponsored by Olivardo, who Barry and I have been fans of for years now. Olivardo are the world pioneers of cold-pressed extra virgin avocado oil. The oil from approximately 20 avocados go into each bottle. Olivardo are carbon neutral and will be carbon positive by 2023, which is very, very soon. They power their factory and truck by avocado waste. Olivado avocado oil is packed with all the nutrition from a regular avocado, so it's loaded with healthy monosaturated fats as well as vitamin E and other health benefits. It has a high smoke point, which makes it good for cooking and baking and so much more. If you want to order some Olivado avocado oil, visit olivado.com and you can get their amazing pressed extra virgin avocado avocado and lemon zest or macadamia nut oil or purchase them from Waitrose, Sainsbury's, Planet Organic or Whole Foods or many of your independent food stores. I'm literally obsessed and I cook all of mine and Romeo's meals in avocado oil. Um, like it said, it's the high smoke point so you can fry, bake, literally use it in any, any way you want to. I even like drizzle it on salads and make salad dressing. Mm-hmm. It just has like a really delicious flavor. Um, and it's a pantry staple in our house. 100% always stocked with Olivado. So if you want to get yours, use code ForkingWellness for 20% off. That's ForkingWellness for 20% off. Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Forking Wellness Podcast. I am so excited about this guest because we have Mandy who created Simply Food by Mandy and I feel like I know you from Instagram but now I finally get to chat to you in person. Yeah, I feel like that too. It's so weird, isn't it, (laughs) that you actually get there. I feel like I see you every day but today we're actually going to talk virtually but talk (laughs) we're so happy to have you on well thank you very much for having do you want to start by just like telling our audience like a bit about yourself um and what you do yeah sure so I mean I'm going to go back a little bit just to how it all began perhaps that would just give people a greater understanding of how I set this about I mean I'm not a chef but I'm totally obsessed with food um my whole um, page is all about family food and it's just easily achievable food it doesn't matter where you shop you can cook my recipes it's just ingredients that most of us have in our store cupboard I try not to over over complicate it keep things really simple it's fuss free good family food and I think it doesn't really matter whether you have kids or however old your kids are obviously with the babies it's a little bit different you know I, I hope that my food works for people like that or for, for you know for, for lots of people yeah I actually met a friend the other day and she was talking to me about a recipe that she'd made and she said oh it's this lady I follow on Instagram called Mandy and I was like oh is that you know simply food by Mandy and she was like yeah and I was like we have her on our podcast tomorrow it was so weird oh how funny it's a small yeah. world isn't it I know do you yeah. know what recipe it was <laughs> I feel like I have a distinct memory of like one of the first recipes that I ever saw you do that I like recreated I think, and it was for my boyfriend, it was like some sort of like Asian sheet pan chicken thigh recipe. That one, I know exactly which one you mean. It's the uh, the Thai chicken tray bake. It was a while ago. So many people have made that one. But yeah, when I saw that, yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh my God, my boyfriend would literally love this. And I made it for him and I still so lovely to hear that. I recreate like some sort of like, I don't like pull the recipe up, but like it's like lives in my head and like I know the ingredients and might change some of the like whatever I have in the house kind of thing, but it definitely acts as like the base 
but that is exactly what cooking should be don't you think yeah, I right, think it is it's like you take something that's how I cook too and there's a theme and you kind of go back to it and I'm I'm very much like that I never really create the same recipe twice I oh, know some people yeah. love rules they love a recipe but if you're into food you kind yeah, of just make it your so own much. and just kind of see a, see a recipe as a guide yeah 100 definitely Definitely. So how did you get into this? Were you, oh, was it something that you discovered like as a mom when you were cooking for your own 100%. family? Yeah. So yeah, well, my family have always been very much into cooking. My both parents are individually really good cooks. So we've, I've, I've been brought up on really good food. Um, not, not necessarily things that were that extravagant or expensive, you know, just really simple, good food. My mum would make a, a really simple budget friendly cheap pasta sauce but it was the best pasta sauce you'd ever try you know it would cost probably cost you about two pounds to make it nowadays but if I rewind a little I was um, a professional dancer for in the most of the for most of the 90s and then I had my first son in the early 2000s and I was a stay-at-home mum during that time you know and as you will know it's a real it's a big shock to the system when you first have a baby I was really a is. relatively young mum um, and um, I see you sometimes Sophie and I think gosh that's that, I mean you're probably coping far better than I did but I you know no, it's a really really hard time <laughs> it's, it's it's just so, so hard. hard and that's I found it so hard but the only thing I felt in control of was food and cooking and that was the time that I really enjoyed just messing around in the kitchen because you are at home a lot and it's not yeah. easy to get everything done is it in between washing sterilizing no. everything like that it's amazing what you can't achieve in a day but I did take time to cook in the kitchen and I just looked forward to that evening meal when my husband at the time would come home and it was just like oh that's so nice so I enjoyed that so I made that my project every day and then obviously as my children got older you know, I would experiment with, you know, after the pureeing, realised that we could kind of, I, I thought I need to try and simplify this so that we eat the same as the baby to a degree. And as they get older, it's so much easier to do. Yeah. But I found that I found that part quite easy. Whereas, um, but I saw a lot of my friends really, really struggling with that bit. And I used to think, I can't believe that you're a, you know, you're this businesswoman extraordinaire. How could you not do that? But so it actually made me feel good. And I thought, and I would help some of them out to a degree, these professional women that I thought, you know, I looked up to so much. And they would say, Mandy, what are you cooking tonight? And so I would almost give them little meal plans. So that's how it started in the very, very early days. And then, you know, fast forward a few years, because obviously when you have young children, it's really, really hard. to. And actually, social media didn't exist when I first had children. Um, I, you know, I think I'd only just got a phone. Well, I think I'd had one a few years. But um, <laughs> and then I took the plunge and then just started sharing a few things on social media. And that was five years ago. Um, and I wanted to make sure I was offering a service. I didn't want it to be, hey, look at me, look, look what I can cook. I wanted every I wanted it to be a two way thing. I wanted people to try it. And then the feedback that I started to receive felt good. It was it made me feel good. I was offering a service um, and people were really grateful for it. So I, I guess that's how things grew to begin with. And then, you know, a year later, I started kind of doing a few social media campaigns and things like that. Mm. Um, but that that's basically a very fast forwarded story. Yeah, I, I, I just find you like absolute mum girls as well. Because like, you've got two boys, well, and I've got a little but... boy, and, like, you just make everything look so easy. I know it's not easy behind the camera. But like, you just do everything with like a smile on your face and with such grace. And <laughs> 
Well, it's you know, it's not always like that. And I'd hate to pretend, I'd hate to be a smug <laughs> mummy. But I mean, honestly, I've torn my hair out over, you know, homework and all the usual things, you know, and the battles of sleep deprivation. When I mean, oh, Toby didn't no. sleep till he was five. I mean, it's oh, so God. hard. And then, and then Charlie, I thought, right. And we, so I had a five year gap between them. I thought, I'm not getting that wrong again. <laughs> so I thought, no. I, I thought, it's all my fault. So I've really kind of regimented and not quite Dina Ford, but I was, you know, I, I was like, look, after all my friends, please help me. I can't get this wrong again. Because, you know, it's just brutal, isn't it? Those early days. It makes you feel like um, an absolute psycho. <laughs> oh, it does. It really does. It is the worst thing in the world. It really just, is. You know, and I remember thinking you could deal with four hours sleep. I mean, for, I can't imagine having four hours yeah. sleep now. I thought I could function I on four hours sleep, but anything yes. less. You just think, oh, you're a zombie. I feel like it's like that bargaining and begging. Like then you start to like rationalize with yourself. I do anything for like that one hour. But it's so funny. Like my mom, so my brother's older and he was like the best baby and slept so well and so not fussy. And she's like, oh, this is great. I'm going to have 10 more. And then had me and I was like the exact opposite. I didn't sleep until I was like three. And she was like, where's the return button? Like, this is awful. Yeah. Um, It's like you had the opposite. But yeah, like so I that's feel like the wrong way around, is isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, are, definitely. and they are, and you, you know, there are rules, but you know, they don't always work, do they? No, they don't. Definitely not. No, is, but, is, um, is Romeo a good sleeper? He is now. In general, he is. We obviously have the odd okay. nights, but honestly, up until eight months, he he just he did not sleep at all. Like no night I, I used to bath him every night and look at him and be like man like you're gonna sleep tonight like maybe tonight's oh, the night where everything changes but honestly like up yeah. until he was six months I was breastfeeding every hour through the night like honestly it was just so it wasn't just me being up with him it was actually me feeding him like I was just exhausted <laughs> and like no, Barry will tell you I just I just wasn't myself I didn't even recognize myself as a person because I was literally no, going insane you won't remember I think it, it like changes stage, your sure. brain structure like I literally think like everything changes yeah it really yeah, does but, yeah I'm still every night that I get him sleeping through now I still wake up so grateful <laughs> so I'm like please don't no, I bet. I'm really grateful for this so <laughs> oh yes oh well, let's hope it lasts <laughs> yeah five years though like superwoman yeah definitely Mm. (laughs) so because you always like cooked for your kids and like my mom was quite similar in the sense that like she didn't make like separate meals for me and my brother it was very much like you just had like a smaller portion of what mom and dad were eating did your kids grow up to be like quite good eaters did they eat like a range of foods and yeah I suppose they did but you know when you just that's your normal so you don't necessarily Mm because no, you don't really well you go through that comparison with some mothers but um um so yes Toby was my first so he's my 19 year old now but he was a really good you know everything was healthy I mean I think it was all organic to begin with I didn't do that with my second child but you know the first one you kind of try <laughs> don't you um but I think as a result he he made healthy choices I mean don't get me wrong if there was a can of coke there in a McDonald's he'd love that and they both love a bit of junk food here and there but you let them have that don't you but um and I suppose Charlie perhaps was a little bit later because when you have a a big gap like that it's actually easier sometimes the the little one just to create him him something little before you have your grown-up meal or the other the older child has 
kind of finish some late activity it just doesn't work always so perhaps he was a bit later but I think with Charlie I think once they see old older siblings or aunties or uncles or people eating certain food they think I want to be part of this gang so I think that's key to getting your kids to eat I think if you can and it's really hard try and eat as a family because it's learnt behavior it's like everything yeah, else and if they see you eating it they think I want to do it so um and actually I remember that baby stage and I've got to be careful what I say here I remember I, I can't remember who it was I think it was Charlie he just didn't really want to eat the sloppy food so I think we jumped that stage so it was like milk and then suddenly it was you know my friend said just give him something solid because she said I feel like he wants something solid so I can't so I don't think there's one size fits all for all children so and you have to be a bit bold but it's really hard because there are so many rules you're not allowed to do this you're not allowed to do that oh and you think they'll choke on this but actually your the mother's instinct is normally quite right and you and you know when it's right for them so things like I think I remember the weaning stage and again they're quite high in salt so you've got to be careful but again you know it's not every day they like things like smoked salmon because it's really easy to swallow um but yes Mm -hmm. it is cured sometimes you've got to watch which one and things like parma ham or just ham but you know that those were easy kind of things for them to eat Um, and then I don't know I mean you just jump sometimes don't you but yeah, I think on the whole, they're very, I mean, they, they will literally absolutely anything now. They'll still make a fuss, even though they're teenagers <laughs> sometimes, but that's because they're sport rotted. <laughs> Do they cook? Toby's cooking right now, actually. I mean, he's oh. 19, so he, and he's a uni, but he's still not back at uni yet. But um, Charlie, not so much. But um, so Charlie's 13. He can, he can cook pancakes. But Toby, my older one, he's just always wanted to cook. Best barbecue I know. So if he, oh. he's got understands the whole feel test, he's got the instinct. You know, when you want wow. to eat good food, he's just kind of got that. So I'll say, he'll say, Mum, can you just come and feel this steak? It's because I try and step away and let him do it because I feel otherwise they won't learn. And I just say, well, how does it feel? And he said, I think it needs a few minutes. And I said, well, that's what I was going to say. So without being patronising, just kind of teach them that way. Yeah, no, no, it's great. Yeah. It's so useful because I can just do all the salads and things like that. And Toby's on the barbecue now. But he's making some homemade burgers tonight. Because I think the other important thing is getting them involved at a young age. If they want to, don't push it. Um, But it's amazing what what they learn just by watching. And, you know, I didn't I don't remember ever having a cookery class with my children. I just said, would you like to make pancakes? Would you like to do that? And so, yes, every child likes pancakes and every lots of them like burgers. So Toby's in there at the moment, grating parmesan, chopping up shallots cracking an egg in there and so yeah so I said you'll have to do dinner tonight so that's quite yeah, useful too amazing yeah I think yeah. that's such a nice thing to do with your kids getting them involved in the kitchen actually my mum always says she wished she'd done that more but I'm one of four and she was just like okay, I just didn't really have hard the patience then. or the time to, no and, and let's, have let's be honest with me <laughs> It's not all fairy tales. I mean, you know, it's, you know, baking a cake with a child, you, know, you will end up with flour all over the place. There will be sugar exactly. everywhere. You know, you've really got to be in the good in a good mood to get yeah, through it. I was going to say, you need it's, to have it's, slept it's... the night before. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it's just one of those vicious circles, isn't it? So. I feel like what you're like, everything you explain reminds me actually so much of how I was brought up because my mom's a chef. Mm. Oh, and, that's like, Oh, is she? Uh, yeah, and I she owns like a store. Um, I, it's like a concept that doesn't really exist here, but it's like imagine you go into like Whole Foods and they have like all the prepared foods. 
Yes. So she had like a butcher shop and then like all the prepared like salads and dishes and all that stuff. So like you can just go and like pick up prepared dinner or like get, you know, anyways, it's like, I don't know why that doesn't exist here, but they're very popular in America. Well, no, it should. She needs to get one over here. (laughs) Yeah, she should come over here. But um, I have a very distinct memory that like my mom bought me like a little mini chef's coat like for Hanukkah one year. And it was like the greatest gift I ever got because I used to like cut school and go work for her. And I would like try and wear my chef's coat to like school to like primary school. My mom would be like, no, I don't think you can wear that. And I was like, no, but I'm a chef. Like, that's who I am <laughs> like oh, I like I like loved it so it was like sweet. that's good yeah but and then I so you see up... you wanted to be your mom which oh, it yeah, go, goes do. back to She's the learned bad. behavior doesn't it yeah exactly and what you were saying about like sitting down for family dinner is like every night we had a family dinner and it didn't matter if it was like at eight o'clock because dad was like coming home or like five o'clock yeah. if someone had sports like if we can make it happen, it happened. Oh, well, that's brilliant. So sweet. Definitely had it right then, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just so interesting. Like now I grew up, love to cook and it's like part of my career now. So like, it really is all about those yeah. learned behaviors. It's just so interesting. That's really exciting, isn't it? I, I, I love the fact. And I think, and I do think that that, I think if you're into food, it's more than likely that your kids will be into food. Um, and they might rebel uh, for a little while, but then they'll they'll come back to it. And they do do that. If you are into food, I think there'll be a, a you think that you've got it all sorted, like you think you've got the sleep sorted. Then they'll suddenly say, oh, no, no, I don't like that. Or I'm really bored of that. And you just think, oh, no, honestly, really? Are we here again? <laughs> and then, they, uh, you know, eventually they give in. Also, when Toby was when he went to senior school, I don't think the food was as good as his um, prep school. And he just, he came back and he was so, so grateful for the home cooked meals. And I think that's just about to happen to my 13 year old at the moment. They just appreciate it so much. So sometimes it's just, you know, one of those life stages again. Yeah, definitely. I love that you also have such like a balanced view in terms of just life because you have like your cocktail recipes and, you know, just all this, like it, it feels like such a wholesome page. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad you like it. But I mean, yeah, no, I'm definitely not. I, you know, I, I do indulge. I love a cocktail. I love a glass of wine. But equally, I love, well, I can't run at the moment because I've got a dodgy knee, but I love exercise. Um, and yeah. I like eating well, because it just makes you feel good. You know, I'm not doing it for any actual reason. It's just and I actually I think with my children now, they get to a certain age where they realise what makes them feel good and what makes them mm-hmm. feel bad. And if you eat junk food for a whole day, you just feel terrible. It can ruin your yeah. sleep. And you know, again, if you drink a million beers or too many glasses of wine, you feel dreadful. So sometimes you've got to rein it back in, haven't you? But equally it would be very boring if you didn't have any treats. It's just real, isn't it? 100%. Yeah, I feel like I'm like at that point in my life where like I'm actually starting to like feel the hangover like last long do you know what I mean like I like right like I had I had drinks I think last Thursday and it took me like till Sunday to recover like it was a while (laughs) yeah and I was like okay now I now I understand what everyone else was talking about now we can rein it in yeah because like when you're younger (laughs) you're like invincible and I was like oh no no, I know I get it Yes. Yeah. And then you'll get a bit older and your kids sleep so you can go for it again for a bit. And then <laughs> and then something else will perimenopause or kick in and you won't be able to do probably. <laughs> I'm hoping I'm not there yet. 
<laughs> no, you're definitely not. <laughs> so is there like a favorite recipe that you have or like your go-to, like, or the one that like people love the most from your page? Well, I think what's key, so the chicken tray bake that you discussed before, that was a favorite for ages and ages and people want it's one of those recipes that they didn't just make once if they've made it once mm. they made it probably three four five times I and mean, like teachers from my kids school would say oh my god I'm, I did that again my boys think I'm amazing they came home and they they loved oh. it so it's just lovely hearing those stories particularly from people you know as well it's kind of sometimes a bit weird yeah. you think oh you're following you know, you you're trying Local to celeb. <laughs> but actually that means a lot and um, um, and then so but then another one recently so something if it's in one pot um and it's um budget friendly so did i do a sausage something the other day but if i did i've, mm. I've done little orzo recipes where you kind of put the salmon in at the last minute or the chicken in at the last minute and they're the ones that people think oh my god brilliant after a hard day's work or whatever they've been doing if it goes in one pot if it's family friendly if it's kind of got your carb got your veg got your mm. protein in it people that they're the ones i know are going to do well um, it, it, but again, it goes back. It's the, the so the formula. I think if I need I need a big one. I need something that's going to work for everyone. I think budget friendly. So it's going to use sausages or a cheap cut like chicken thighs. Um, it's going to be carby because let's be honest. When your children get a little bit older, whereas we I could quite happily miss the carbs. Kids can't. They really they really need them. They're so hungry. They need a real balance of. Um, protein carbs and some lovely veg so they're the ones that I know are going to be really really popular I can normally predict it now but you get that feel for your page don't you yeah definitely yeah you do such a good job as well of like like you said incorporating like that budget side of things but also like these different flavors as well like you make food so accessible in terms of it being you know not too expensive but also including so much nutrition and flavor in it at the same time well, thank you. That's really kind of you to say. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I, so, so, so perhaps sometimes people will look, oh my goodness, that is something exotic. It's taken quite, but actually, if you look at the ingredients list, yeah. they're never that long. And they are normally, okay, so perhaps, you know, 10 years ago, I didn't have miso paste in my fridge. But if you've bought a pot of miso paste, it's going to sit there quite happily or in your cupboard for a while. Let's use it. Let's use it in a few recipes. Um, so yeah. I do repeat a few so if you've bought that you won't just use it once you'll use it a few other times and I think people they learn that as they go with the recipes so therefore it does feel a bit like a, a fusion or you know perhaps there's the black cod I've done before which you could buy your cod anywhere but it's mm. 45 quid in Nobu but you could do right. it at home for about yeah. three three quid <laughs> yeah so, yeah there is the odd treat here on and there I have that like literally oh you must on my it. meal I like write a weekly like meal plan for dinners and it just like keeps me like organized and I can like order that's a great a weekly idea. shop because like we me and my partner both work like it it'd be like in the city as well so it's like it's hard to do like a big food shop because we only have mm. like the little local stores and you can't get like miso paste okay. and stuff so I have to like plan and things yeah. but miso cod is on the menu for tomorrow which is so funny that you mentioned oh, well, it because like that. who doesn't love Delicious. miso cod 
so good but also so healthy as well and that's what I love yeah. I love that kind of food I mean I, I could actually live off that type of food and then every occasion you know here and there just kind of go go large on something big carby and calorific <laughs> but I love you know lovely I did something what did I do today I'm going to post it tomorrow and so I've got Toby and his girlfriend with me at the moment which is brilliant because I, I want to feed people it's nothing yeah. worse than just feeding yourself um and um so I've made these Cajun salmon tacos, but again, they're so oh, that healthy. 15 minutes. Yeah, try those. They're, they're really good. But, you know, it was so quick and easy to make. And, you know, fish with a little bit of Cajun spice, roasted yeah. in the oven, finished off with a bit of lime and then all lovely little bits going into the tacos. So they're just so, so tasty. But you feel so good eating something so healthy, too. Would you amazing. say... Would you say that your love language is like feeding people? Like that's how you like show people yeah, love? Yeah, I do enjoy that. But I, I equally love going out for dinner as well. I mean, that's a big treat. So so sometimes it gets the weekend. I, that's it. I'm not cooking this weekend because I just I've obviously done quite a lot in the week. You must feel like that too. And I just yeah, think I, I was going to gonna say, yeah, I was going to say like, do you, you obviously share so many recipes on your page. Do you cook and film that like every day or sometimes you just is it more enjoyable to cook a meal without having to film it and put it on Instagram yeah yeah and often <laughs> I do particularly in winter so look it's dark now I can't believe the it. lighting um, so, I know yeah 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 that's when that really changed so in summer you could just kind of like the last minute I won't do anything all day I get on with whatever just life um and then you can film something at the end of the day but that those days are They've gone, I think, no, haven't they? They've gone for a while. It's nothing worse yeah. than filming it in the dark. Yeah. So, um, yeah, but I really enjoy just cooking without the filming. That feels like such a treat now. Yeah, I can imagine. So you've got to keep things private, haven't you? A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I always yeah. used to say to Barry, we used to have conversations about how exciting it was to have a bowl of food and not photograph <laughs> I know, and it yeah. might be messy and really bad well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like pour yeah, something funny. all over it and not like worry yeah. about garnish. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, that is lovely. What would you say, like, your top five, like, pantry staples? Like, to someone who might be like new to cooking or like someone who's a bit intimidated, like, what do you think are like the absolute staples that everyone should keep in their? pantry for quick and easy um, meals I don't think I could I don't think I could live without onions and garlic because I think if you've got onions and garlic you can make anything tasty obviously yeah. I'd like more than that I'd like a lemon <laughs> um, <laughs> um and then some olive oil I think those would be my oh, yeah. five absolute essentials that I just yeah, the foundation but obviously I'd like recipe. to add to it <laughs> yeah we um we we spoke years about this so that like I agree, like onions and garlic and ginger, like, I don't know what yes. my kitchen would be like without those. But like, it got to a point where I was like, well, I'm just going to buy pre-chopped frozen. Yes, because, I like, only buy pre-chopped onions. I know you do. I was going to ask if you still do, because we spoke yeah. about that on the podcast like two years ago. Because I think the thing about cooking is like making it as easy and like cutting out. Yeah. Like if, if that's daunting to you, right? Like cutting an onion mm -hmm. or it just takes too long. And for that reason, you might not do it. Like there's so many options out there to like make your life easier. I think that that's really important actually, because the thing is I might want to use them fresh, but not everyone will. And I think it's really yeah. important to have those options. But in lockdown, I bought the frozen chopped garlic, the frozen chopped, because you were just cooking so much. And um, mm -hmm, it's yeah. just really simplified thing. I've never bought the frozen onion. Actually, I must try that. But you oh, know, it's I a game just, changer. It, it, 
And it's good, is it? Right. Next shot. Yeah. I should be dying. <laughs> I'm the list. Particularly with winter casseroles coming on. Exactly. Yeah, it makes life easier. My other thing is like pre-chopped butternut squash because like I will not go to the hospital. Oh, I, yeah. Or hot, Always buy that. Them. Yeah. Yeah, it's I like mean, yeah. Saving. And they're just a total pain in the ass. <laughs> Sorry, can I say that? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, but then what I did for it, find out with the butternut squashes you actually can eat the skin and once it roasts it goes it's actually quite a nice texture but mm, oh. still it's still hard to chop with yeah, whatever it's still hard to manage yeah exactly yeah they are <laughs> something that I've not managed to do I think just because like sheer lack of like storage have you mastered or have any tips for like the and so if you do this quite well like the cooking and freezing and like make like doubling like do you do that like do you batch cook and freeze for the nights that you don't feel like cooking or is are you're always cooking from scratch well my for me that's a little bit different just because i i want to churn out some recipes but the thing that i always do is bolognese because that's charlie's absolute favorite in fact both boys love it so i what i do is i if i'm making a bolognese i really do at least a double batch because i'd be really upset if i couldn't freeze a portion it does freeze really really well the other thing i've made some meatballs before and if you freeze them in raw mm. form yeah, so I mean, there are a few things that I do do things like, and they are basically for I don't want to say my kid meals, kids meals, but those days where there are activities here and there, and you just want them to have something good rather than go and get a takeaway or something like that. So yeah, but because I'm cooking so much, I yeah, I I don't do that that often because I want to go and try new things mm. for the block. <laughs> yeah, but you I are good like, like that, Sophie, aren't you? I more so for Romeo I he has a lot of frozen meals in the freezer even like we just got back from California and he had two meals frozen so that I didn't have to think about food shopping cooking for him so he is kind of my motivation to do it now but yeah Mm, and definitely it's really important yeah and just now that we're coming into like autumn winter season all like those stews and casseroles and soups like they're super easy to freeze and batch cook as well they work so well. Things that I do do um, for so for hacks and things like that. I mean, lots of people say, "Oh, I never have wine left." Well, I I often do. So, but red wine in ice cubes, brilliant for adding to a bolognese oh. or soups or so. That's a. Re- I mean, if you have got that's any wine, really or sometimes tip. you've left it. Yeah, and it's it's not it's not really good enough for drinking, but perfectly fine for a bolognese mm. or a stew or curry or something like that. That's and such a good idea because I, I often like don't really finish useful. the bottle. Like if I, I open a I bottle of yeah. bread. I to say, Barry, you always used to say, like, I hate it when I have wine because I actually really enjoy a glass of my dinner, but Mark won't drink it. And then it's like bottle gone to waste. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah, my partner doesn't really you know drink. what to do. Now I know what to do. Yeah. That's amazing. And then yeah. someone's going to be like, can I get some ice cubes for my water? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead, take them. And then yeah. they'll realize that they're wine. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's that's a really good idea. Um, I love that. I love that hack. Um, I've also seen people do like at the end of the summer, like the fresh herbs, like in like olive yeah. oil cubes, um, which I've that not done. That works really well. Oh, that's Or make a, a butter. It is. I yeah. mean, my herbs died this year because of the, the you know, the heat wave. So before yeah. they, I, they were, they were gone before I could do that. But last year I did do that 
in fact I've still got a little roll so um, loads of I can't remember which herbs they were I'll, I'll, I'll use them in a few days and let you know but I rolled the butter in cling film so that what you could do straight from the fridge is slice off chunks of it and just add oh. it to a steak or add it just to finish off a sauce or something like that so yeah next Such year a good idea. the sun doesn't dry them off <laughs> yeah I love definitely. that such a good idea actually yeah. now that you just mentioned like I'm so looking forward to like soups do like I do love autumn curry food. chili yeah, like I'm yeah. ready yeah and that is like you say it's really easy to you know that those things freeze so well don't they yeah um, and also I find if you have a slow cooker or for me I had the argo with the simmering oven but even if you don't have either of those you could turn your oven right the way down and it will be a slow cooker in the right pot you could just put something in there really at the lowest setting and you could go out for hours and then you come yeah. back and you've got this amazing meal. So it's slightly easier to cater for, although in summer you can do 15 minute meals, throw a lovely salad together, quick, gorgeous mm. dressing and just sorted. So, you know, it's a bit, bit like yeah. this, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I always find it fascinating how we naturally just crave different foods as the seasons change. We just find ourselves like falling into this pattern of creating new foods that are in season and I do which, anyway yeah yes. which tend to be the vegetables that are in season which means like yeah. their nutrients are more bioavailable so like mm -hmm. in summer like tomatoes like the vitamin c is in lycopene are more bioavailable where like the vitamin c and like a sweet potato in the winter when they're like ripe and picked I just yeah it, it's fascinating isn't yeah, it's it interesting. how we like gravitate fascinating. towards that yeah, yeah. amazing Awesome. Well, what are your, do you have any like plans for your page or are you just kind of loving what you're doing? Um, I mean, I'm loving, I have got some plans that, that can't necessarily talk about, but yeah, okay, no, I, you know, I'm definitely not going to give up um, anytime soon. Um, uh, yeah, no, I just, I, I'll keep going the way I'm going, but I have an I have an amazing agent and her assistant who it's lovely because you probably feel this well maybe you two can talk together but certain friends they offer or they want to offer advice but it's not necessarily the right advice but also equally I don't want to bore them with my work stuff half the time and talk yeah. about me 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 and so it's quite nice to just speak to people separately in your own world 100%. that understand it and have got your best interests at heart so you two probably yeah. find that but um, I, yeah, no, I, yeah, I kind of have regular meetings with them and just try and work out what, what we're going to do next because I fumbled my way through it for quite some time. But then I think instinctively, you know what's going to work and what isn't. But it's mm. quite interesting sometimes to try new things too. Yeah, definitely. Well, you've built up such a successful page. And like, I mean, have we spoken about this before with like the algorithm constantly changing and Instagram is, it does become more and more challenging. There's more competition. It um, does. Things become saturated. But I mean, your page is still kind of flourishing. So I'm excited to see some of the plans that you have coming up. Well, thank you. And likewise for you too. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank, thank you so you. much for taking time out of your busy life to chat with us. <laughs> You're very welcome. Thank you very much for having me. Of course. Where can people find you if they want to go try this famous chicken tray bake or any of the okay. other lovely recipes you <laughs> well, mentioned? You, so it's on Simply Food by Mandy on Instagram. And then I have a website, which is also simplyfoodbymandy.co.uk and you'll be able to search Thai chicken tray bake and find that one or you can just scroll on Instagram but there are lots of recipes
Yes, there are lots of delicious recipes. We will link those in the show notes so people can easily link to, uh, click through to you. Brilliant. Lovely to chat to you. Amazing. Thank you so much, Hope Mandy. Hope you get a night's sleep. Bye. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. See you.